Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The Word of God continued to spread and grow. After Barnabas and Saul completed their relief mission, they returned to Jerusalem, taking with them John, who is called Mark. Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, who was a close friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then completing their fasting and prayer, they laid hands on them and sent them off. So they went forth by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia, and from there sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived in Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me believes not only in me, but also in the one who sent me. And whoever sees me sees the one who sent me. I came into the world as light, so that everyone who believes in me might not remain in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not observe them, I do not condemn him. For I did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Whoever rejects me and does not accept my words has something to judge him. The word that I spoke, it will condemn him on the last day. Because I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me what to say and speak. And I know that, this, that his commandment is eternal life. So what I say, I say as the Father told me. The Gospel of the Lord. In the 1940s, during World War II, U.S., British, and Australian soldiers and sailors in the South Pacific devised a strategy called island hopping in order to defeat Japan. 100 years before, a soldier of another sort, island hopped in a strategy to defeat paganism and bring Christ to what is known as Oceania. St. Peter Mary Chanel was born in 1803 in France in the wake of the nightmarish French Revolution. As a child, he worked tending his father's sheep, but the parish priest saw intelligence in the boy and enrolled him in the little school he started. The priest called him the flower of my flock. A bishop once said of Chanel, he had a heart of gold, with the simple faith of a child, 
and he led the life of an angel. Peter Chanel was ordained a priest and in 1831 joined the Marists, a new order dedicated to evangelization. In 1837, Father Chanel and a small band of missionaries set out to carry the faith to the islands of the Pacific. These were hard, dangerous missions. They were isolated, had to learn the language, eat different kinds of food, and adapt to the local customs. Chanel went with one companion to the island of Futuna, where they were well received, gaining the confidence and trust of the natives because of their healing of the sick there. But just like we have read in the Acts of the Apostles, if one starts having success, trouble will find him. After Chanel acquired the language and was teaching the Catholic faith, the king of the island became jealous, worried that his authority was being usurped. When the king's own son sought baptism, the king instructed a favored warrior, his son-in-law, to do whatever was necessary to stop the baptism. His son-in-law got in a fight with the king's son, but the king's son won the fight. The son-in-law then went to Chanel to have his injuries looked after. While Chanel was attending him, some comrades of the son-in-law busted in and they took an axe to Chanel and killed him on April 28th. 1841. So that is one way to prevent a baptism. If one cannot overtake the baptizee, kill the baptizer. Peter Chanel's death quickly completed the work he had begun. Within a few months, nearly the whole island had become Catholic. It was just like the Acts of the Apostles. They were put in jail and later killed. But to the chagrin of the ruling powers, Christianity spread. The king's son-in-law that murdered Chanel, he even converted. As he lay dying, he asked that he be buried outside the church where Chanel's remains rested. That way, people who came to revere Chanel in the church would have to walk over this man's grave before coming to Chanel's. Chanel was declared a martyr and beatified in 1889 and was canonized a saint in 1954 by Pope Pius XII. Saint Peter Chanel is recognized as the proto-martyr, the first martyr and patron saint of Oceania.